You know that feeling after a project has been accomplished and you feel a little uneasy, like you're excited that the project is done, but you feel a little uneasy? And quick tangent, it's actually very normal to experience some sort of depression after accomplishing a big goal or getting to a a point you've been working towards for a long time. That's very natural to have that low pretty fast after reaching that goal. But anyways, you know that feeling that is kind of trapped in your chest and in your mind and it makes you feel like antsy and just unsure and like you're just kind of like all over the place it's like where you aren't sure which direction you should set sail to and to use a better illustration it's like you're walking on the grass while simultaneously walking on the road which feels a little weird sometimes and the behavior manifests and it looks like where you are over here for a few minutes and you're over there for a few minutes and you're doing this and you're doing that but nothing sticks i mean you're secretly hoping something's gonna stick but nothing's sticking because you had this tiny little whirlwind of anxiety happening in your mind so there's an anxiety storm that's taking over and it's subtle but it's causing this anxiety and if you just sat down and kind of explored or observed your thoughts you'd probably catch this anxiety storm pretty quick But at the end of the day, you feel even more frustrated because you feel like you wasted a day and you want to be productive. So this just frustrates you more. Have you ever been there? I mean, of course, you're excited that you finished the project, you celebrate it. But then when it's time to come back to work, it's kind of like, okay, slap hands. What the heck am I supposed to do today? What should I focus on? Where am I going? What's my direction? Alrighty, let me go clean that coffee maker because that's really important to my company's growth. I mean, if you have these days, then today's episode is especially for you. I'm going to tell you why consciously choosing those last 30 minutes of the workday will dramatically change your productivity. Welcome back to The Liz Show. I'm your host, Elizabeth Lewis. By all means, call me Liz. That's what those closest to me call me. And I want to get intimate with you. I want to help you become that high performer. And if you're that high performer, I want to help you perform even faster and better. But today I'm going to focus on sharing with you one tip that can take less than 30 minutes to do, but it will optimize your performance and it will improve your focus. And in fact, it can be even less than 30 minutes. It really just depends on your relationship with what I'm about to tell you. So are you ready to know? Are you excited? Are you curious? Do you want to know what is that one thing that can increase your performance and can take less than 30 minutes? It's planning your tomorrow the evening before. That's right. It's taking 30 minutes. That's right. It's taking the last 30 minutes of your day and using it to intentionally plan three to five things you need to do tomorrow. Now, I know a lot of people say, make sure you plan everything in the morning. And while that's okay, it's really not going to help you perform faster or be more productive. And I'll explain why. The reason why it won't is because it's going to slow you down. You're going to wake up and it's going to take you 30 minutes to an hour to figure out what you're going to need to do. Then it's going to take you a few more minutes to get your mind behind it, especially if flexibility is not a strong suit of yours. And then by the time you hit the pavement running, it's going to be like 90 minutes to two hours of your day gone. Imagine how much more you could do in your life if you had an additional two hours. And here's a fun reminder. High performers can deliver 400% more productivity than the average performer. Now, I help high performers optimize their performance so that we can get to 425%, 450%, and so forth. So today, I'm really going to help you on figuring out ways to improve your performance and increase your productivity, increase your focus. Now I want to explain to you the psychological benefits of intentionally taking the last 30 minutes of your day to plan three to five things you need to do tomorrow. One reason is 
it's going to reduce your anxiety. It's going to reduce your procrastination tendencies and any other negative mentalities or tendencies that's going to slow you down because you wake up knowing exactly what you need to do the next day. This collapsed time. I mean, think about a time where maybe you have kids or you had an early morning appointment and you knew like, okay, I've got to wake up. I've got to get this done. I've got to get this done. And then I've got to be on the road by this time so that I make the doctor's appointment. Have you noticed that you move a little bit smoother? You might be a little bit more frantic, especially again, if you have low flexibility, it might be a little bit more of a whirlwind or not fun. Have you noticed that there's certain things that just trigger your day to be fluid and run really smoothly? Because I have, and I want to identify those things. I want to master those things. I want to intentionally implement those things into my life so that I can always run smoothly. Now, I can't control what happens in the external world. I can control what I internally choose to do with what I'm externally seeing. So some of this is having self-control. Some of this is learning self-mastery and mastering your mindset so that you can calibrate and adapt and practice acceptance when time is necessary because things aren't always going to go as planned, and I know that. Now, the second reason, which is more of a neurobiological reason to why planning your tomorrow before you leave the office is so important is because of how we think. We think in two different ways. We have sensory-based thinking and we have language-based thinking. An example of language-based thinking is what I'm doing right now. I'm verbally talking to you. Whenever you have a conversation or communicate with someone, you are using language-based thinking. Sensory-based thinking, though, this is what makes us exceptionally awesome as humans. Sensory-based thinking is four times faster than language-based thinking and never turns off. Language-based thinking only happens when we're cognitively functioning, more so when our prefrontal cortex is functioning appropriately. Sensory-based thinking is really going to, is going to tap into your unconscious thinking. And we want to leverage unconscious thinking because much of our life is actually coming from that place of being, that place of thinking, you can say. An example of sensory-based thinking is when you slam on brakes because the car in front of you is slowing down or you weren't able to run the yellow light because it quickly turned to red. You didn't think about it. You didn't have a conversation with yourself about should you slow down, you just did it. And in fact, we know that when you drive, your brain naturally reduces the stimuli you take in so you can focus on more important and meaningful things like staying alive and not getting in a car accident. Now, again, the sensory-based thinking is four times faster than language-based thinking. You never stop using sensory-based thinking. This is why when you sleep, if you've ever woken up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh, I know where I put that thing, or oh, I know what I need to tell Susie, or oh, I know how to figure out this conflict, it's because your brain was thinking about it while you were sleeping, which is very possible. So that's what we want to do. When you set out what you need to do the day before, you get really clear at the end of your day, you're naturally programming your brain to leverage that sensory-based thinking. And this is really beneficial if you do it at night, like right before you go to bed. I do something called a success journal. Feel free to go to elizabethlewis.com slash success journal to get this free download but I call it the success journal. And it's where you write down everything you did that day. It's where you write down your why. Why are you working so hard? Why are you going towards this? Then you write down three things you're grateful for. This allows you to reflect through your day. What was great about your day? What was impactful? What'd you do right? What'd you do that you could improve on, right? So it's allowing you to learn and grow from your current experiences. And then the last thing you do is you write down exactly what you need to do tomorrow to be successful. What are the three to five things that you need to do tomorrow to set yourself up for success? Now, I'm someone who on average does about 12 things in a day. That's just what I've learned through my data keeping. And I will go a little bit further beyond and kind of identify the whole week of what needs to happen 
kind of playing perfect week scenario. I know it's not necessarily going to go that way, but if it did, this is everything I need to get done in this week to stay on track to my business goals, to my personal goals, and with my professional goals. So get intentional about this. I mean, I do this and it makes a huge difference. I've been doing this since 2016 and I've drastically collapsed time because I used to wake up and I'd spend 90 minutes trying to figure out what I needed to do. And then I read about sensory and language-based thinking and how to manipulate sensory-based thinking to work with you and for you so that you can perform faster. And this is one of those tips. Now, today was not that day. I finished a project um, earlier last week and I was excited and it felt great. It was exhausting. So I took a few breather days. But then today I didn't have anything scheduled and everything I wanted to do wasn't really going right. My husband had been away for a while and he came back and I wanted to see him and hang out with him. So today was one of those like type of days. I don't know if you have them and excuse my noise there, but it's just like, it just felt congested. It didn't go as flow. Nothing worked out. I didn't have the structure I wanted, but it actually helped me realize like maybe this would be a good podcast. And so I want to share my pain with you so that you don't have to walk through it. Now, I encourage you to practice acceptance, to be open-minded and willing to recalibrate when you realize that you're not able to do those three to five things you originally had planned, because life is a little bit like lemons, you know, you got to make the best out of it. And sometimes we go out to have lemon with water and sugar gets spilt in our our water. And so now we've got to make lemonade. And so my point is, is sometimes you're going to get information and data and knowledge that you didn't have when you initially scheduled those three to five things you needed to do. So be willing to recalibrate, be willing to do that. But this is going to help you stay focused because you will wake up knowing exactly what you need to do that day, which collapse time. And in fact, what you're going to see is you'll be showering, maybe if you shower in the mornings, or you'll be getting ready in the morning, and you'll be like, okay, I need to do this, 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 and this, you're already going to have some idea about what you need to do. So there's going to be this natural and organic process that unfolds throughout the day that actually helps you become more fluid and even find flow faster. This is one of my secrets to finding flow is removing all obstacles. So I can get out of that apathy or that anxiety and get into that excitement and invigoration so that I can stay focused on what is most important. Plus, it's also a great time to check in with your business plan and your goals to make sure you're on target because we are never going to stumble upon our goals. That just doesn't happen. The people who say that they stumbled upon their goals, well, was it really a goal? That's kind of what I want to ask them because the more you can consciously engage with your goals and where you're trying to go, the better. Consciously thinking about your ideal self as if you are that person is one of the best things you can do. And this is exactly what I'm trying to say here. So by just taking 30 minutes at the end of your day to plan everything you need to do tomorrow can drastically improve your performance and your focus. Go try it. Let me know how it goes. Make sure you sign up for my newsletter at elizabethlewis.com. Remember, I believe in you and I know you you can achieve your dreams. I know it. I really do believe in you. I'm rooting for you. Now go plan your tomorrow and create a great day.